Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Wednesday, May 6th. The year is 2020. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my still reeling from movie trivia co-host. Stop, I stop, stop. <laughs> I, I, took, I took it on the chin yesterday, man. That was tough. That was tough. Matt Sheehan. Matt, what's yeah, up? Uh, you know what? Just still working off uh, the, the moxie to get on this microphone after getting sunned for 10, 15, however long it was minutes yesterday. So we're, we're, we're like, back, Will. It was like 17. I looked. I was like, dang, that was a long final segment there. Just me <laughs> clowning you with basic movie trivia. Um, but, Matt. Yeah, well. There's a happy ending to this story. There's a, a silver lining. You do trivia. You and I both do bar trivia. We can't obviously do bar trivia right now because there are no bars. Tough to do it when there's no bars, yeah. Tough to do it when there's no bars. But you've been playing online and... Spoiler mm-hmm. teaser, we may have something for you guys in regards to online trivia in the future. Stay tuned. Yeah. But you're doing online trivia later uh, that day on Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. And what happened? What color was the pill in the Matrix? And folks, <laughs> I got it right thanks to Will. <laughs> I did get it correct. You did. Based on my Hail Mary yesterday, but again, it was a Hail Mary. You had a 50-50 I, shot. Exactly. This this uh, trivia gave me four answers, so my <laughs> goodness gracious, the Hail Mary it would have taken a few more yards to connect there. But hey, we got it. Still came in not close to first place at all total for the trivia, but hey, you know what? Dang it, we got that question right. So, oh, Silver Lions. I was hoping I saw the words to the text before I saw the picture, and so I kind of I knew what it was going to be, and I was hoping it was. In what movie did Robert De Niro say he's no. talking to me? No, beat the Fockers. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's just fantastic. Uh, today's episode brought to you by Built Bar. We should Built say like Built Bar. Do you think we should instead of brought to you by Built Bar, which is you know standard, kind of boring? Ooh, I think we should say like. Powered by Built Bar. Ooh, or powered built, by Built Bar. Or built, built by Built by Bar. Built bar. Yeah. Which one should we go with? Built or I like powered? powered? I like, you, powered. I like powered, too. Yeah. Powered's yeah. number one for me. Built's a close second, but powered is number one. I do feel a little more powerful after I do eat a Built Bar, i got to say. I've, I've had moderately good workouts after having Built Bar. Which is a huge upgrade from your dreadful workouts prior. Yeah. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Running four miles at a blistering nine Boom. minute and five second pace. Ooh, Boom. look at him go. He's going to Tokyo next year, baby. <laughs> uh, today's episode is powered by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. That's promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. On today's right. show, Matt. Yeah. Uh, Gooden. Um, a couple sort of MSU Twitter internet-y debates the discussions that were going on that I think are really good uh, fodder for us to fod back and forth. I don't, is fodder, it doesn't matter. Fodder. It, it is today, today and today it only. Yes. We are going to fod back and forth. Um, grading Mark D'Antonio's time at Michigan State um, mm-hmm. and choosing amongst relatively, not relatively, high grades, just the highest of grades. Thank choosing, you. Okay. Choosing between we'll those. get into that later. We'll yeah. get into that. Um and then I, I want to talk about a, a another topic that was making the rounds from Solja uh, on Twitter, at Solja, Seoul as in the city in Korea, and then J.A., um, who asks, he always asks these really good basketball content, but he asked some good hypothetical questions, and one of them was, you're down 10, five minutes left. Let me make sure I got the premise. It, you know what? We don't need the premise right now. 
it's basically choose your best lineup of Tom Izzo basketball teams. Like, gotta win, game on the line, best lineup. So we're going to talk about that. And then we are going to crack the mailbag back open and still continue. Have to, yeah. Oh my God, there's still so many. We're going to continue running through these Twitter questions. So that's the plan for today's show. Reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcast. We do this every single day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt, are you ready? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, no, this will be a solid one. I got to say, shout out to MSU Twitter for still bringing like great debate and conversation topics, what, six, seven weeks into this quarantine with no sports <laughs> yes. whatsoever. Yes. It's as good as it's ever been. So, yes, thank you for providing uh, topics for our show. Doing, doing a good job. Thank you for producing this show for us. Let's start yeah. uh, with the D'Antonio grading. Who tweeted this out? Was it the Only Colors? I've got no idea. I, okay. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm sorry. I was kind of off the grid the whole weekend, but like I get back on like early Monday, late Monday, and it's it seems it seems like everyone is talking about what grade would they give Mark D'Antonio, <laughs> and the resounding answer is A. Or if it's not an A, you are the worst person in the entire world, and you should have your fan card taken away. Um. Uh, so. Uh, I'm not finding the poll. Apologies to whoever, whomever tweeted out the poll. Um, but I did vote in it. <laughs> um, so it was basically grade the Mark D'Antonio era. And it was A. I don't know. Was it A plus? I think no, it, it was A. You know what? I actually saw a few. But the most recent one I saw were A, A, a minus, minus, B plus, B. And a B lot or, of people yeah, are I saw thinking if you don't guess A, you're a crazy person. Yeah. So it was A, A minus, B plus, or B or worse. Um, mm-hmm. This is kind of the general one. So, yeah, we can talk about that take um, for sure because I put A minus. Okay. And what did you say? See, B plus, and I don't even think I'm doing a hot take bit here. Like, I don't think I'm going full Skip Bayless or Colin Coward or anything like that. Like, I think that's a legitimately good grade. And here's the thing, too. When I say B plus, I don't mean C minus. Like there are a lot of people that <laughs> yeah. think like B plus is this horrible grade. That's a pretty damn, especially for me. Uh, if you saw my high school transcripts, B plus mighty fine grade to have. It's not mighty terrible. fine grade to have. No, it's fantastic. But do you want do you, do you want me to just go on my rant now of why I give it a B plus, or do you want to get um, some things off first? Well, no. I mean, I think we're gonna be coming from the same place. Like, yes, it was fantastic. Um, it was in terms of recent MSU football history, better than anything else, pretty much with the exception of an occasional season here or there in mm-hmm. different regimes in the past 50 years. Right. That's occasionally MSU. Will, yes. Yeah. They'll get to the Rose Bowl 10 years later. They'll win 10 games, finish in the top 10, mm-hmm. you know, 10 years later, they'll do it again. Like, you know, we get the picture in the D'Antonio era and specifically that three year run. We're significantly better than all of that. But. But it's not the greatest era in MSU football history. And Modern, think, certainly. Yeah. Um, it, it's a bigger butt than people think, too, especially with part two of this. How it ended. I how mean, it ended and, like, how it, I mean, it started okay. It started like a regular regime would. And once they got it on the track. Oh, and he took over John L. Smith. That, that's no yeah. easy task. And he brought them to a Rose Bowl with him. Yeah. What was it? Six, seven, eight years. I mean, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. The beginning is like a minor thing, but it's like, okay, it took a little time to get going. But once it did, it was like, all right, this is for real. Like, we're okay. 
three or four years in, you win 10 games. Like, okay, next year you do it again. All right, we're, we're taking off. But then, you know. Sensational, yes. Yeah, little setback in 2012, which you, you got to take that into consider, consideration. It's another, it's a 500 year. But the way they bounce back after that in 13, 14, 15, obviously just spectacular, fantastic, and amazing. Mm-hmm. Matt, there's a three and nine season in there. Off the college football playoff. That is yeah, like, like that's gotta be factored in. That's a drop that you probably won't see ever again. No, you won't, you won't, you won't. Like it's, I, it's I, I hate to say it, but you won't, right? It's it was great. It was so good. But Michigan State was one of the th- four best college football programs in the country for a, a, a three year stretch. It was mm-hmm. yeah. like Alabama, Clemson, or Clemson wasn't even really there yet. Clemson was good. It was like Alabama, Oregon, Ohio State, Michigan State. Yeah. And that little, that stretch there. Florida State too, TCU maybe. TCU had a cameo every once even in a while. TCU yes. didn't get to that. Baylor didn't get to the heights Michigan State got to. Mm-hmm. And then they very quickly went to and also ran a mid-tier Big Ten team. It, it happened quickly and... You have to. There's got to be points taken off at some point. It's not a perfect score. It's a great score, but it's not a perfect score. It's not, you know, an A. An A is the top. If it was like A plus, A, A minus, B plus, you know, maybe you go A. But I can't give them like the top grade available. Okay, just a thank little you. notch below that. That's okay. I, like I felt like I was crazy reading the refrain on Twitter. Like it, it's A or get out of the fan base. Like I, I know one of the rebuttals is, well, yeah, he had a few bad years. Okay, it's one thing to have like a bad year in 2012 when you're barely losing games, then you bounce back and you make up for it with this great three-year stretch. Mm -hmm. It's another thing to have a clunker of a final two seasons with pretty talented rosters. And we saw the talent in 2017, young talent, and then you pop back-to-back Red Box Bowl pinstripe bowl outings. And why is that? Is it the talent? No, you had talent on your team. It's because of your own decisions on the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Like, this was avoidable. Again, B-plus is a fantastic grade. It's great. He brought us to amazing heights. I will forever be thankful for Mark Antonio. I got to disclaim that because, yeah, these are harsh criticisms. He kind of really sank the ship here. Yeah, the program is better now than when he took over for John L. Smith. It was John L. Smith's Michigan a, State that's team. A, that's not yeah, saying a lot. It's like, a low bar. Like he's that's it, it's the an bar insult. was the floor. <laughs> it's an insult to put his name and John L.'s name in the same sentence. Like D'Antonio is not. Yeah, John L. Smith got an F, <laughs> right? He got a, um, he got a G minus. It was horrible. Yeah, D'Antonio is far and away out of his class. It's him and Duffy, Correct. and Mun. Yeah. Right, it's that conversation, mm-hmm. and when it you're is. in that conversation, the standards are higher, the bars are higher, and when you're a top three, four, five program in the country for three, four, or three years, which they were, and mm-hmm. if you want to even extend it to 2010, like 2010 to 2015, six year yeah. stretch, their six season stretch, they're a top ten program. You know, mm-hmm. you factor in the one bad year, but. Double-digit wins in five of six seasons. One but of even the most one bad year, they were competitive in a lot yeah. of games. Like it's, they lost those games by combined like twenty points or something crazy. Like they that. were yeah, they were a legitimate top ten program in the country for six seasons. And by the time he left a few years later, they weren't a top twenty-five program. Like they were just like three and nine Holiday Bowl, Pinstripe Bowl, or Red Box Bowl, Pinstripe Bowl, and that is mediocre as hell. 
And when you combine mediocre as hell with incredibly excellent, it brings incredibly excellent down to merely ex- merely excellent. Right? Pretty damn good. Right. So that's why that's I That's the in. thing. It's one of the things of coaching. You, you, the very hard part is building up the program. He succeeded mightily at that part. The next step after that, sustained momentum. Mm-hmm. Momentum not so sustained uh, the last few years. No. And I'm sorry, but we're going to have to knock you down from like, I don't know, let's call it a, a 98% down to what to be plus, a, a, a 88%. It, yeah. And I'm at like 92. So we're not that far off, but I am a little bit... Higher okay, than I felt you. like I was a little crazy reading everything. Like, oh, it's it's a plus plus or or die. Like, yeah, uh, it's oh, a bit. I much. don't know about that. <laughs> and I think I think some of that is I don't know. You and I just I think generally have higher standards than some people, and that's fine. Your standards are whatever you want them to be. This isn't like a criticism uh, of the people who are like. Yeah, it's definitely an A. Yeah, it people has agree to be differently. That's yeah, fine. Some are easier, that's some are fine. tough, and that's fine. Yeah, just don't be a jerk about other people's opinions being a little bit different which i know is hard for people and it's b plus not d plus that's like yeah that, that's what you think the argument would be but okay we're somewhat on the same page a minus b plus Fair. i think there's a lot of scars too right sure there's certainly. a lot of and people i know that who, uh, you yeah. know what else though like a lot of msu fans are in good spirits right now too with everything going on with mel tucker so you, you got that too yeah you ask what's going on the day after the pinstripe bowl, you're not getting a lot of A's, A minuses. You're getting a lot of B's, B minuses. Yeah. But enough time has passed where people the are like, hey, you know what? This is okay so far. The transition yeah. went smoother than it should have. And the start you of the got, Tucker yeah. era, like it, if this was, I don't know, um, Chris Creighton. Yeah. It might cool. be a little bit different of feel. And Michigan <laughs> State has no recruits, and the only, or they have one recruit, and he's. Someone who was previously committed to Eastern, and you're like, it's, oh, dear God. Chris Creighton's nephew, right, yeah. correct. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that that certainly helped uh, a little bit, too. Everyone's in good spirits because those recruiting graphics are sick. Mm. <laughs> They're so mm. good. Um, and we'll learn more about those later in the week. There's a tease ah, for you. Cool. Tease action. Matt, we're going to well, pause here. We're going to come back and talk about this best Izzo lineup, most clutch Izzo lineup, however you want to define it. Sure. First, a word about Built Bar. Built Bar. We are powered by Built Bar. Built Bar. Built Bar. Uh, Built Bar. We've been telling you about them so far this week. We're going to keep on doing it. It is the protein bar that you need to know about. Like, if you're tired of choking down your whatever bars, your cliff bars, your, I don't even know. There's like date bars or like, there's like, I don't even, there's so many and they're all the same, right? That mm. It's like chalky texturally. It's weird. And you're like, all right, I'll just, I guess I'll suffer this down for a couple minutes here and then get on my way so I can feel good during my workout. That's not Built Bar, Matt. Built Bar sure, legitimately tastes like a candy bar. You're going to be like, this is absolutely delicious. I can't believe this is actually beneficial for me, but it is, Matt. It slaps. It goes hard. It doesn't have to, but it does just it for us. absolutely slaps. Here's a, here's a new flavor. That we haven't talked about yet. Mint brownie, Matt. Oh, that's the next one on my list, actually. Oh, is that the, your next bar? It is. I, nice. I got them lined up, yes. <laughs> you got them on display? I, I, I did a power ranking <laughs> when I got the sample box. We got 12 different flavors, okay. and I backed yeah, yeah, them yeah. up in the box. Listen, I'm so bored, guys, during quarantine, so that's how I killed some time. Yes. <laughs> Mint that's brownie, for example. 15 grams of protein, 110 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and 5 grams of net carbs. Like... Listen to these numbers. They are insane. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Like they they somehow 
packed all that beneficial stuff into a bar that tastes good, and you got to try it out. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKDOWN, you'll get $10 off your first order. That's promo code LOCKDOWN for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And, you know, Matt and I, we're not going to BS you here. We're being serious. Like, improv. This isn't in the script. It's really good stuff. Like, we are all in, and we wouldn't be this fired up about it if it was some mediocre product that we had to lie about how much we enjoyed it. We are all in on Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, enter promo code LOCKDOWN for $10 off your first order. One more time, promo code LOCKDOWN for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Built Bar. All right, Matt. (laughs) You can't... Oh, man, I just carried the ad read into the second segment, didn't I? You did. You carried it into the second... No, fine. This segment's brought to you by Built Bar 2. The entire show, (laughs) the entire network is brought to you by Built Bar, Matt. We are built by Built Bar. My life is brought to you by Built Bar. Bar. Get a Bill Bar tattoo on my forehead tomorrow. <laughs> Actually, I, honestly, I'm like one good bar away from just doing that. <laughs> and if, 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 the, if the mint uh, brownie goes well tomorrow, yeah, that's <laughs> it's going to happen. You anyway. just have a giant Bill Bar down your calf. I'll do it unapologetically. Yeah, it's not an issue. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's talk about this theoretical uh, situation, hypothetical, that I really um, enjoyed and enjoyed reading some of the responses. It's from mm-hmm. Solja on Twitter, at Solja. Um, which I'm, I'm longing, I'm yearning, I'm attempting to get his real name because I don't know it. And we refer to him all the time, but at Seoul, as in the city in Korea, J-A-A, Soldier. to be mistaken with Soldier Boy, correct? Soldier Boy, tell Different him. person. Um, question of the day. You were down 10 with five minutes left to play. You can pick any lineup from the Izzo era to get you back in the game, but it has to be a lineup that's actually played together who you got? So obviously we can't love do, that caveat at the end. Yeah, yeah, we can't do. Oh, give me magic, give me Draymond, give me. You know, that's we're not doing that. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. So Matt, mm-hmm. I think there's a few strong contenders that kind of stick out right away, and I yeah. think there's an underrated contender that might end up being the correct answer. Um, so I, I think we should like the Flintstones, right? Uh, like. Of course, the 2000 like national title team. The starting lineup, I guess. Yeah, anytime you got four NBA players in your lineup with Mo Pete, Charlie Bell, Mateen Cleaves, Jason Richardson, and then the 2000 lineup, and just throw in Andre Hudson in there just for laughs. Yeah. Why not? I guess, yeah, Jarich Jarich coming off the bench. But, the, I mean, that lineup is still a lineup that's, that's you. So, not technically, I guess, the starting lineup. When did he start starting? It oh, doesn't boy. matter. It doesn't matter. I'm trying to see if they That's have all, that those right 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was it was a sophomore year. But yeah. yeah, that that group that you just named. That's that's the 5. It's not a bad 5. So, I mean, so that's a pretty good one. Then we've got You move forward in history. Gosh, there's there's a bunch. Um the next one I think that is kind of like high profile stacked talent-wise um is if you go all the way up from 2000 to 2017-2018. The team that had a 27-point comeback uh, against Northwestern. <laughs> the yeah, that's the first team I thought of, too, when I read this question. It's yeah. not my final answer. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm like, oh, when, have I ever seen a good comeback before my Michigan State? <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. It did happen. <laughs> so you're going with Cassius, uh, mm-hmm. Josh Langford, Miles Bridges, Jaron Jackson, and then you pick one of Matt McQuaid or Nick Ward, depending on how you want to play it. I'd probably yeah. go McQuaid for shooting because you want to get 
some three-point buckets if we're trying to come back. And that lineup, five guys who can shoot. Um, Bridges is the worst shooter at 36% from three. That We like to see that, man. Yeah. That's, a, that's gonna, a nice lineup. You're going to block some shots. You're going to play good defense on, on the perimeter with Langford and McQuaid and be able to help on Winston. He's going to play make um, that lineup is one that can get you back yeah. in a game in a hurry, Matt. Your help side defense is Jaron Jackson. I mean, that that's your, your rescue guy if you do get beat <laughs> in the perimeter. Not a horrible situation to be in. No. And I think God, another that's a nice, that's a nice a, team. Another worthy contender that is just like, hey, there's a hell of a lot of talent here is 2014. That's mine. Um, yeah, you, that's, that's my final answer. Where you're going some combination of, so you've got for sure Gary Harris and Adrian Payne Yep. Uh, are in there. Travis Trice is in there. Trice shot 43% from three that year. Um, and that, did I say Appling already? Nope. nope. Okay, Appling. And then however you want to play it, Denzel, sophomore year, or Brendan Dawson, junior year. That is, you know, five of those six, whichever lineup you want to make out of that. But it's essentially highlighted by, by Harrison Payne, who were both um, obviously incredible basketball players that year. Yeah, great shooters and arguably even better defenders, too. I mean, Harris was and still is a menace on the wing. Payne was a block machine. But to round it out, I want a little more defense if I'm down 10 with five minutes left because that means I can only surrender, in reality, what, two, three, four tops more field goals the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. You got to go clamps for the final stretch. So I like Dawson in that spot. Okay. And then to round it out, um, Valentine and Applin. So I'm I, God, and that you're putting me Trice to, on the bench. I'm, I'm putting my guy Trice on the okay. bench, and, and it makes me sick to my stomach that I have to do that. I'm not going to sleep well tonight, but yeah, I think sorry. It's fine. You've got enough shooting because you know Valentine shot almost 38 percent that year. Appling actually shot 36 percent on three attempts per game from three that year. Like, yeah, we kind of forget it, but like I'm hey, assuming he's got a good wrist for this game. Yeah, too. like That's hey, the other Keith can shoot. Uh, Payne shot 42 percent. Harris yeah. only shot 35 percent. Um, but we know he's a better shooter than that and has consistently proven that. So you he, can sacrifice Trice's shooting, I guess, there. He had a road game at Wisconsin that year where he shot roughly like, oh, God, like 2 of 25. So that game alone probably <laughs> brought him down three full percentage points in the yeah. three-point shooting game. I got, I got to see if I can find that game. Three for it 20. Was not good. Was it really? Yeah. Yep. That was – oh, but he had an, an afternoon that day, yes. But other than that, that, than yeah. that game, reliable shooter. Yeah, yeah I for mean, sure. he shot four or nine from three in the Elite Eight uh, against works, yeah. UConn. You know, shot it, he shot it well a ton. So you're not mm-hmm. really worried about Gary Harris's shooting. Um, so those are kind of the three that immediately I'm, – I'm thinking like – a bunch of winning and a bunch of high-end talent with shooting that can make up a deficit in an absolute hurry, right? Mm-hmm. But there's one more that I think is a little underrated yeah, and absolutely this. deserves mention. I had three tabs pulled up on my browser with rosters, and this is the one that I don't, so I'm interested to hear this. Okay, you didn't have this one pulled up. I did not. It is Cassius Winston, Aaron Henry, Matt McQuaid, Xavier Tillman, Kenny Goins. I mean, duh. Yeah, I feel stupid now. I, I mean, of course. <laughs> it, was, it was right in front of us the whole time. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> you kind of forget, like, oh, yeah, that team came back from 12 every game. <laughs> That's true. That, that was their MO. <laughs> That's right. The game wouldn't count as official unless they were down 12 at some point. That's right. Yeah. And I know, like, 
you know, we think Tillman is potentially maybe a first-round type guy. Cassius, probably yeah. a solid yeah. second-round guy. Kenny's in Europe. Matt's in Europe. Henry is in flux right now. Maybe yeah. he can get himself to a point where he's an NBA player. The potentials there is just not quite there yet. The NBA legitimate just, whoa, that's insane talent, mm-hmm. pales in comparison to the other three. It really does. There are lottery picks on all those other teams, multiple first-round picks on all those other teams. Jaron Jackson, third overall. Like There's a top-five pick on all those teams. This team doesn't have lottery talent. This team maybe had a guy just starting to blossom into a maybe first-round talent in Tillman. Yeah. And that's it in terms of like high-end professional talent. But they worked. They came back. They shot the ball. They just found ways to make up huge deficits, Matt. And they were comfortable doing it, too. Yes. I mean, we talked yes. about it with McQuaid earlier. Like how All of us fans are watching it. We're losing our minds. We're almost throwing the remote out the window. You guys look like you were up 15 all game, even when you're down nine with what, whatever it was I, against Michigan. I mean, however much time it was against there. Or, God, even like late in the game, too, like down four with two minutes to play. All right, no, that's fine. We're just having... All right, we're in the lead now. It's, <laughs> yeah, that, that team had an uncanny knack of turning in on the Jets when it was needed most. And it's, putting on the clamps on the other end, too. It's hard to pick against the 2000 lineup. It, it is. Very hard. Very um, hard. Because what is uh, I'm still like trying to decide what is your five? What is your lineup? My my five I got to go back 2014 and yeah 2000 is tough because obviously an incredible team national champions maybe a little bit of recency bias plays in here since I am to, choosing 2014 over them but I gotta go Gary Harris Adrian Payne Keith Appling Brandon Dawson Denzel Valentine how did that team not make the final four? Oh my god now I'm upset all over again tonight no oh, such a stacked team. That bench was so incredible, too. Anyway, yeah, that that's the five I'm going with, though. I think... It's a stressful question, I gotta say, you know. <laughs> it's tough. I think I'm going... God, I don't want to succumb to recency bias, but... The, the 2019 This team did team, just beat Duke. I mean, like... It, it, yeah, it, like... There is... Proof in the pudding here. <laughs> they, they have done it. They have done great things. Like, the, the 2000 court. team is better. They're better than any of the like that. That lineup is is the best lineup, yeah. I think. It's just in terms of like comparing them to the teams they played against. Now, now Jaron Jackson's a freak, but he, he didn't really exist in 2000. Players like that didn't exist yet, so I don't yeah. want to compare it. Kind of like that. Different game, right? The 2000 lineup is the best lineup, but the 2019 lineup came back so many times, was so comfortable. Like it got to the point, Matt, where they're down double digits in the second half. And fans were totally comfortable. Like, yeah, they're going to win. Yeah, most fans. Speak for yourself. Most fans, yeah. yeah. But that's that's really what it was. Like, No, it was. You're right. They won. Uh, they were 19-5, and five, and they ended up 32-6 and six after the Duke game. They were 13-1 and one down the stretch with a ton of huge games on the road, at home, in the tournament. Down big, down small, down all the time. And they just kept doing it three times against Michigan. Like, yep. there's something to be said for just the resiliency, the moxie, the ability to look within the huddle, look within yourself, and be like, hey, we got this. And I think they had that, whatever you want to catch all term you want to use to describe that, 
Mm-hmm. They had that better than any Michigan State team I've ever seen. I think that's fair to say. Like yeah, that ability I, I, to yeah. just never be dead. That's that's an answer that's going to be tough to let you up for because yeah, it's it's all valid. So while I recognize there are there are better lineups, more talented lineups, more successful lineups, more winning lineups, I'm going with 2019 because like I just they're just so calm and confident and capable the three C's in the biggest moments when they're completely up against it. And it, that's just, that's, there's something to be said for that. No, hundred percent. All right. So we disagree, but that's fine. I think you lot, can't, lot, you lot can't of correct lose. Answers in that poll, right? You can't lose, right? You can't lose with any of those four uh, lineups. And there's a couple more that certainly could uh, merit, mentioning but we are completely out of time for that so we'll pause here for a sec we'll come right back and do a couple more listener questions to round out the show all right matt all right well you know what you emcee this one i did it last time you pick a couple questions Ooh, Ooh. okay uh we'll start with an msu sports one uh from randy randleman uh you can <laughs> all caps Guarantee oh, a I national love this championship for only one of them in the next six years, meaning the other one doesn't get a title. You are knocking one of these people out. Six from a years. Title. Six, six years. years. Six. Okay. Only one. Just one in the next six years, which I won't complain. I won't be greedy. That's fine with me. Is or Tucker? Who's getting it? Who's not getting it? Who are you, who are you picking, Will? Man. Um, my heart screams Tom Izzo. Mm-hmm. Screams it. However, the, However, the new love of your MSU coaching life. It's not even that. Yeah. It is that my rational brain says, if Mel Tucker won a national championship at Michigan State, it would... Oh, man. It, Michigan State basketball is established. If Tom Izzo never wins another national championship, he will go down as one of the yeah, greatest right. basketball coaches in college basketball history. He's already a Hall of Famer. When he leaves, the program will still be one of the five best basketball programs in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it'll take a while for that to rub off. And even, let's say, there's 10 years of like mediocrity and they only make the Sweet 16 twice. Like It'll take a, a, a second of success. And like MSU's back. MSU hoops are back. Like They are back to being a national power, right? That's the mm-hmm. luxury you get when you're a national power for two decades. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. Just ask Michigan football. Sure. My God. Yeah. So if Mel Tucker won a national title in like four years, five years. Oh, the smack talking that we would get off on that too. Uh, it, that would it be would, hilarious. If it would Tucker sustain the entire away. state. <laughs> the energy would sustain the entire state for decades. Oh, I would live to be 200 years old just off the high of that. I, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be invincible. <laughs> <laughs> if that happened. <laughs> the windfall from that. The yeah. money that's going to come uh, into the program. Uh, the investments in the resources. The memes. The recruiting that's going to pick up. Like, uh, you're finally going to be one of the big boys. 
in college like that is that just... also means like be like okay national title for basketball you you can jump through some hoops and luck out on your run on the way there maybe be like two or three good teams national title in football means that you're beating bam on clemson can you in your wildest yeah. dreams imagine having you being at that level you're beating wow. ohio you're beating ohio state and michigan in the regular season in penn, penn state, state uh, just co- continuously yes oh you're if, beating, I'm having a fever dream right now thinking about this. <laughs> in the final four, you're beating two of Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma. Yeah, you're um, beating Oklahoma 71 to 69 in the first semifinal. Yeah. And then dogfighting like, Clemson or Bam in the finals, G- yes. Georgia, throw Georgia in there. FSU, sure. like you're beating yeah. if maybe Texas. Urban Myers USC team in the Urban next Myers, six years. Urban Myers USC, oh. yeah. Like, wow. That is such... A prestige. powerful thing, a prestigious thing that would be unreal for all of Michigan State. God, you know what? I started I started this question, no-brainer, give Izzo the second title, he needs it. But you're right, and we've talked about it, I forgot how long ago, but like, I, I don't really think Izzo personally needs a second title to be known I as think he's. I think he's over it. it. Not over it. I think he's over it. Like He was uh, insane and obsessed over it. Mm-hmm. Over the second title, I think he would be at peace not getting it. Obviously, he desperately still wants to get it, yeah. but it, it doesn't drive him. It doesn't haunt him almost. I think it. I think the second title kind of haunted him for like a decade. Yeah, yeah, but man, just even even if that was still in play, let's say that's in play. Let's say it's still absolutely nine at him, which I'm sure it is a little bit. But let's say it's oh at yeah, a fever for sure. Pitch. Turning everything that we just named down about what would happen to the football program, I can't turn that down. I'm sorry. So yeah, I, I do have to give it to Tucker. Actually, I do. Tom, I'm sorry for listening to this. I don't mean this personally, but wow, that'd be all sorts of fun for the football team for sure. <laughs> Let's make this happen, Mel. Come on. I I honestly don't know what my answer is. I'm going to talk. Give me, give I went into this. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry for my basketball side of my fandom. I got to go football, though, because it would be awesome and hilarious if that were to happen. <laughs> it would be so good for so many things. Yeah. So, I mean, so would a basketball title, but it just wouldn't mean as much. And like I said, you got one of the top programs in one sport already. Nothing like not getting a national championship is not going to change that. But yeah. you could have two top five programs in both of the, the revenue sports. You could be the single best, single most revered, respected college athletics institution in all of America. That's not bad. That's where you aim to be. That's where you aim to be. Man, that's tough. I think I'm going to go Tucker, though. Not. I don't. I Honestly, I went into this. Saying Izzo, but I just, I talked myself into Tucker. You did the same thing to me, and I, yeah, yeah. yeah. So God, thank you for that. Appreciate that's that. That's a tough one. If Izzo right. never comes on this podcast, we don't mind now. <laughs> uh, let's do one more. Whichever coach comes on the podcast first, that gets my my sec- my national title. Did, did we tease that we were going to do Conrad's versus Menas, that throwdown? Yeah, we did. 
Let's just do that. Okay, so Nick Nickley asked three questions. We'll we'll just do one of them because I, I love the other two that he asked, which we'll get to later. Um, the first one that we'll get to is favorite athlete interaction while at school, and then number one, bucket list vacation destination. But the first question before that, simply put, Conrad Jimenez, if you are a state fan that has never been to East Lansing or you have been and you haven't gone to either of these places, mm-hmm. I am so sorry for you guys. Oh, it's that's tough. That's tough. A one you're a student there, or you just finished a, watching a game, tailgating. What's the best drunk food place? It's Conrad's or Mena's. But, Will, this is like the Bloods and Crips. you got to choose one. This is a hostile, heated rivalry between these two places that I'm not mm-hmm. even sure if both or either exist still at State. I'm sorry to say, God, <laughs> we are so old. Um, so I think they both exist. Okay, thank God. Just different locations. Uh, all right, where are you going with? Um... It's actually pretty easy. Is it that easy? Is, is is Conrad's that easy of an answer? Conrad's is that easy of an answer. Okay. See, I, I go with Conrad's too, but I don't. I'm not in the campaign of like, oh, it's not even a competition. <laughs> Menace, Menace, is, really Menace good. is good. Like I, I give Menace like a provide. Okay, let, let's go back to, to senior year, Matt. Uh, you just had 49 beers, 18 shots of Fireball, and you're just looking for anything to get you to the next day. Menas is like an eight and a half. Conrad's is a nine. Like that—that's how close they are in in comparison to me. Although one time I did have Menas like for dinner just randomly on a Wednesday. Weird experience having Menas like stone sober. I gotta say that that threw me off. So we're only using the Saturday Friday night scale right now. I gotta go Conrad's though. I think they pack them a little more. Is that fair yeah. to say? Yeah. I I like. The tots over the potatoes that Menace puts in. Here's the... Okay. Menace is really good and it tastes good. Sometimes, sometimes you would you would eat Menace and you'd be like, this is too dry. Okay. I see where you're going with this. Consistency play. All yeah. Right. There's two... I just bit into four potatoes. Where's the chicken? Where's the mm-hmm. dressing? Where's the pepper? Like, where's the other stuff? All right. All right. Conrad's that never happened. A... Just it seemed like they're they're sauced it up a little bit more, and it was just a good mix. And B, tots are not a dry potato. Not at all. Oh heavens, so, especially with the Conrad's. Yeah, no there's way. There's moisture inside a tater tot, which only adds to the textural delight of the Conrad's Conrad. The number one at Conrad's was the second most ate thing by this guy in my time at Michigan State, behind only the hot and ready. Mm. I, the hot and ready is a fine deal. Anyone that says uh, hot and ready suck needs to get over themselves. That's a fine pizza for a fine price. I'm so sick of the hot and ready slander. Yeah, get over yourself. Anyway, sorry. Just had to go off on the tangent there and stand for my hot and ready's for a hot second. Yeah. Um, Menace is good. Master Dub is good. Um, you know, the the breakfast, they do, both do really good with like the breakfast dubs or breakfast See, I rolls. I've never had any. I'm so bummed oh, about that because they always are- look great on the menu. Those are fantastic. Um, they're both good spots, but for Conrad's just, it, it was monumental for me making it through my time at Michigan Monumental, State. wow. Monumental. That's high praise for sure, for sure. yeah. Conrad's, Conrad's. But, but edging menas and, and anyone that says, oh, it's not even close. Okay, guys, you can be a Conrad's <laughs> fan and still pay respects to menas. They, are, they both hold a special place in the heart of East Lansing. Come on, guys, come on. 
Um, and Soldier's real name is Dan. He just DM'd me hey! back. Hey! <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Wow. So what a payoff you. to the end of the episode if you made it this <laughs> thank far. You. Man. Thank you, Dan. That's going to do it for us here on uh, another episode of Lockdown Spartans. We will be back with you tomorrow. Uh, we'll figure out some more things. Dan Soldier asked um, a question about who you want to take over as coach as MSU basketball. Maybe we'll talk about that. I've I'm got some ready. other no, little. No, I'm not ready to have that conversation. No, <laughs> um, I've got some hypothetical, uh, like in the same vein as those, some hypothetical scenarios that I think we can have some fun with here as we keep moving through the week. Uh, we've got more listener questions to get to as well. So plenty of fun stuff still to come. Uh, the rest of this week on Locked On Spartans. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com. Locked On, or not Locked On. Oh, it is Locked On. Excuse me. Um, builtbar.com. Promo code Locked On. $10 off your first order. Give that a shot. Um, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Matt, take us home. Have a great day, Dan. Have a great day. Wow. Closure. <laughs> Look at that.